Hello and welcome back to the Mortgages Money and More podcast and this time we have Jess Edwards here from CS Mortgages to talk all about mortgages for the self-employed. Lovely to chat with you Jess, how are you? I'm great, thank you, how are you? Oh, that's really good to hear. And yes, I'm all good too. Thank you for asking. So we've got a list of frequently Googled questions here that people are asking. So let's start with this one then. Is it harder to get a mortgage if you are self-employed? No, it's not. It's it's exactly the same process that you would go through, whether you be employed, self-employed. Um, it goes through the the same sort of checks um, and everything. It's not a it's not a harder process or anything. It's treated just the same as it would be if you were, you know, a normally employed person. There we go. Well, that's a great start. Good news there. Um, so we'll move on then. What if I only have one year's accounts? Can I still get a mortgage? People would like to know. Of course, yeah, definitely. Um, there is lenders who will who will accept um, sort of a, a minimum of year, uh, one year's accounts. Um, so if you say if you have only got the the one years, there is lenders out there who can who, who can accommodate this. So yeah, don't don't be put off if you have only got that one years. If you you know if you're just starting off, you know there is <coughs> lenders out there designed for for people who are self-employed and, and as I say, only have that that one year's trading or one year's accounts. Okay, fantastic. So great news again. Um, And I think, Jess, I know how you're going to answer this next question, but people are still asking it. So are self-cert mortgages still available? No, unfortunately not. The FCA, the, the Financial Conduct Authority, they, they banned those back in 2009. So yeah, they are no longer available to, to take out, unfortunately. Okay, so that answers that there, short and sweet. Um, <laughs> can you get a joint mortgage if one person is self-employed then? Of course, yeah, definitely. It's, it's as I said, the same process applies, whether it be you know a sole application if you're just buying on your own, or you know looking at a mortgage in your own name, or whether it be a, a joint application where if you know if one of those people is self-employed, it would be treated exactly the same. Right. Okay. And then is buy to let available for the self-employed? So what's involved here? Again, any differences? So buy to let mortgages, um, same sort of, again, I feel like I'm sort of repeating myself, but it's the same sort of process. Again, you know, they will ask you to to prove your income. However, that's not the case for all lenders. With a buy to let mortgage, they are predominantly looking at um, the rental income that you're going to be receiving from from that property. Um, yes, they want to know that you can afford it if, you know, if, for example, that there's no tenant in that property or whatever it may be. Um, so they do have a, you know, a duty of care and, and things to, to check your income. However, you know, it is still a, a possibility should you be self-employed and you're looking to, to take a mortgage for, you know, for a buy to let purpose. Okay, brilliant. And a lot of the questions do sort of overlap a little bit, don't they? Sort of the same answers, but we must cover them because people are asking. And this one's interesting. What is the difference between someone who is self-employed and a limited company director? So basically how it works is a sole trader is somebody who um, owns the company themselves and it's controlled by one person. So that the likes of these type of people is, you know, sort of sort of what what I call one man bands. So you've got one person doing a specific type of role, job, they control the company and they they have the the liability for that company as you know as it is a sole trader. Limited companies, they basically they're sort of owned by 
a number of people and they a number of people have an ownership of that company um so it's it's normally split into shares so um if it's two people on that limited company the, you know the shares would be split between those um those people those, those directors as they're called with regards to limited companies okay so a clear difference there that was a that was a really good breakdown um uh, back to this sort of question again, Jess, how does remortgaging work for the self-employed? Again, any differences here? No, no differences at all. Um, you know, when you're looking to, to remortgage, it's a, it's the same process as if you were, you know, buying a house or moving home. You know, that we, we're still going to be checking income and, and things like that. However, if again, if, if one person or both people are self-employed, you know, it would be it would be treated exactly the same. Okay. And then how much can a self-employed person borrow, people have asked? So with regards to the, the borrowing capability, I'd say there's no there's no difference between somebody who is employed or somebody who is self-employed. Um, you know, the 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 income multiples, the the the, the lenders themselves assess the affordability um just exactly the same. Um so they, they would look at um where a where a employed person it would be you know salary or you know however it works with that and um, with a with a self-employed person ultimately they're going to be looking at your you know your sort of your net profits and and things like that um so it's exactly the same with regards to you know the process that you would go through for that okay and then I suppose how do you prove your income so what sort of documents do I need when applying for a self-employed mortgage is there anything that people can prepare for in advance of course yeah I mean if you as I say with with your accounts it used to be um SA302s which if you're self-employed you would you would know what that is however they were sort of replaced with regard with um they were replaced by what we call tax calculations and tax overviews so now when a self-employed person um submits their tax return they will get obviously the the calculation of what tax is due, and then they'll also get an overview, um, which is obviously produced by the you know the the sort of HMRC, um, and ultimately that's what we would take if you've got it's a, obviously if you've only got one years we would take a, a one year tax calculation and a tax overview. If you've got two years, we would take the last two years. But in saying that. Not all lenders tend to ask for those sorts of documents. Some lenders do just send for what we call an accountant certificate. So they would, if you have got an accountant who, who deals with all your tax and everything, the lender could, well, would just send that um, um, certificate um, reference type of thing to the, the the person who's borrowing the money to their accountant. The accountant would confirm the earnings and send it straight back. So that's sometimes a an easier way of doing it a lot of lenders do um sort of ask for that instead of getting the tax calculations the tax overview so that can sometimes make it a bit more smooth with regards to getting your your proof you know proving your income right okay brilliant and I suppose preparation is key isn't it having all your documents at hand ready uh will help that process yeah definitely yeah Okay, so we've actually covered quite a lot there, Jess. That's been really thorough. So thank you for that. Is there anything else we need to consider as someone who is self-employed? The only thing that we, we would, as, as mortgage and protection advisors, um, when you are taking on a mortgage, 
you know, we always highlight the importance of protecting that mortgage. Should you, you know, be unable to work, you know, being able to, you know, the ability to pay your mortgage and continue to pay your bills. And I feel with self-employed people, that's probably more important because of the fact if you're off work, if you're off, whether it be accident, sickness, um, you know, sort of anything like that, ultimately, you're not going to be getting paid. So the, the amount of time you're off work means that, you know, that's going to result in a loss of income for you. So we would always, you know, have that conversation with our clients to, you know, to highlight the importance of um, making sure that if you are taking on this mortgage, that you've got sufficient provisions in place, you know, should that loss of income occur um because we want to make sure that you know the mortgage is affordable and everything so that would be the only you know sort of difference for self-employed versus employed but with regards to as i said the process for for applying for a mortgage the the you know the affordability and everything it's pretty much the same as somebody who who is employed Okay, there we go. Well, hopefully we've helped a few people out on the episode. That's a great note to end on actually there, Jess. So thank you for that. And thank you for your time. Um, no, thank you. And I'm sure we'll catch you on another episode soon. Yes, you definitely will. I look forward to it. Speak soon. Thanks now. Bye. Please note, your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up with your mortgage repayments. 